Banter bit. Banter bit. Hello and welcome to another Banter episode of Banter Bits. I know. Another one already. Number two. What are we going to talk about today? Today we're talking about Jaws 18. Jaws 18 is out. So for for those of people who don't know what the heck Jaws is other than a wonderful movie by Steven Spielberg from 1975, why don't you tell the good folks what Jaws is? Jaws is a screen reader for people who are blind, so it gives them access to the internet, email, navigation of Windows, desktop, and many other applications like Office. And so if you do not use a screen reader on a daily basis, then this banter bits probably won't mean much to you. But for those people who are familiar with Jaws, uh, we're going to go over what's new with Jaws 18 and talk a little bit about each point. All right. So without further ado, let's delve into this what's new and uh, cue the splash sound. See what we think. So first thing we have is support for Vocalizer Expressive 2.2 voices. Basically, Vocalizer is a set of voice synthesizers that are a little bit more human and natural sounding than the eloquence that we're all used to in Jaws. The Vocalizer voices have been around for a number of years now, but this new version 2.2 are a little bit more natural sounding, uh, quite a bit more responsive, um, and there's more voices to choose from. So it's a nice add-on. And next we have improved performance when using JAWS and ZoomText together. I haven't used this feature yet because ZoomText 11 is just around the corner, and that's what this part of the article is talking about, the included enhancements that JAWS is going to be the speech for ZoomText 11, and the magnification part will be all done by ZoomText. So there'll be a tighter integration between the two of them. So do you think, does this mean that, because that, right now there there exists a ZoomText fusion that uh, is a marriage of a screen reader and uh, the magnifier, do you think they're, they're going to they're gonna get rid of fusion? I think there's a lot of questions up in the air right now because since Freedom Scientific and Optelec merged and then also bought AI Squared and GW Micro, They've now got two screen readers in JAWS and Window Eyes. They've now got two magnification products in Magic and ZoomText. And then, of course, Fusion, which is ZoomText and Window Eyes. So I think at some point they're going to decrease the number of items in their stable. Um, where the, where the ZoomText Fusion comes into play is if you're gradually losing your sight, you can use the magnification and slowly learn the keyboard gestures. It has a tutor mode built in as well. So at the point where you actually do lose your sight, you should be fairly comfortable navigating around using the keyboard. So I think it's a good product to have, and I think it'll be around for a while. Do you think that they're going to do something like the screen reading engine within Fusion will probably end up being a watered-down version of JAWS, I would imagine, right? So that they can slowly move people from ZoomText right into JAWS? I would think so. You know, right now ZoomText Fusion is using Window Eyes. And now that JAWS has got a tighter integration with ZoomText 11, it wouldn't surprise me that they start taking some features from both screen readers and combining it into one better package. Right. 
but time will tell. All right, next, migrate settings from prior version of JAWS. Woohoo! Finally, a feature where we can migrate our settings from JAWS 17 to JAWS 18. You mean you couldn't do this before? You couldn't do this before, not really? in an easy fashion. Um, the nice thing about the migrate feature now, if you're going from JAWS 17 to 18, you can import all of your settings, so your place markers, um, custom labels, all the customized settings you may have made, speech rate settings, sounds and schemes, all those different settings you can do in JAWS. Instead of redoing them all manually again in JAWS 18, you can export the file from 17, and then in JAWS 18, import them, and all your settings are there. The other really cool feature is you can export your settings and share them with other JAWS users. So it creates a little backup file so that if I've got, let's say, a website where I've eliminated the advertising and I've got place markers set up so I can quickly navigate to certain sections of a page, I can share that with another blind friend. They can import those settings and now their web browsing on that page is just as seamless as mine. So I think it's a great feature to have. It should have been around a long, long time ago. Next, completely new import and export for JAWS customized user settings. And that's basically what we just talked about with the import-export wizard. Um, importing your settings from JAWS 17 and importing them into 18. Um, we just talked about that. Okay. Restrict virtual cursor in web-based dialog boxes. This one I don't really, I don't think I've ever come across something like this. If I have, I haven't been really aware of it, so I'm not really sure... Maybe if you want to read a little bit about the description of it and what it does, it will make sense to some users. Sure. So it says, if a dialog box appears on a web page as a result of an action, such as activating a specific control, which can occur especially on pages that are part of a web-based application, JAWS now restricts virtual cursor navigation to the dialog box. Sometimes, depending on how the web application is implemented, when focus moves into these dialog boxes, the content of the surrounding page is hidden until focus moves out of the dialog box. However, in many instances, the dialog content merges with the surrounding page, which can be confusing, especially when you want to only focus on the content in the web dialog box. Now, isn't that clear as mud? That's fairly <laughs> muddy. I, I have no idea what I just read. Exactly. So I think at some point, um, if you're on a website and a dialog box, dialog box pops up the jaws virtual cursor gets restricted to that dialog box so you can navigate around it and read the content of that to get out of that dialog box you press tab that and you should be back into the main content of the page so so just that that sounds like a pretty minor tweak i think so yeah great new speech option as you move the physical mouse around the screen now this is more for sighted people um for me a blind person using it I don't see a whole lot of point to it, but maybe just describe a little bit about what it is. Sure. It says the new mouse echo feature enables JAWS to speak text under the mouse pointer as you move around the screen using a physical mouse or as you move your finger on a trackpad. If you use a refreshable Braille display, text under the mouse is also shown in Braille as a flash message. So basically, I could turn this feature on. I could move my finger around the trackpad on my laptop and JAWS would tell me what the mouse cursor is hovering on. Might be useful in some situations. I don't think I've ever had a need for it, but it might be good for a blind user trying to show a sighted person actually where they are, where their mouse is. Okay, lower the audio from other programs while JAWS is speaking. 
So this is kind of a cool feature. Um, those of you who are using smartphones out there know that if you're playing an audio file and the phone rings, the audio ducks. The audio volume disappears a little bit so that you can actually concentrate on the focused audio, the new audio coming in. This is called audio ducking. JAWS now has this feature built in so that if you're, let's say, listening to music and you alt-tab away to check your email, the audio will actually duck the music so the music volume will get lower so that JAWS can actually read to you the information in your email. Or if you're on a Skype call, the last thing you want is to be looking up something and your call volume increasing and decreasing, increasing and decreasing. So you can turn this feature on and off. Right now, I believe it's only globally, but there are plans in the next update or two to make it application specific. So cool feature. Very nice. Okay. Improvements with JAWS touch support. Never used JAWS on a touch screen. So uh, you can read a little bit about this if you want, but I've never used this. Sure. Uh, JAWS 18 offers improved performance when using a touchscreen device, such as the Surface Pro tablet from Microsoft, as well as tablets with smaller screens. You will experience greater accuracy and responsiveness as you perform various touch gestures, including continuously moving a finger around the screen to explore. You can now perform Windows gestures without the need to first exit JAWS. Now that seems like that's pretty handy. Yeah, so I guess if you're using a Surface tablet or a Dell venue, Windows 8 tablet, Windows 10 tablet, you know, you've now got a full-blown JAWS screen reader on there that gives you full touch access. Yeah, yeah, that sounds incredibly handy. Uh, okay, launch JAWS on tablets using hardware buttons. Again, this is a feature, you know, I have on my Samsung Android phone where I can press the volume up and volume down together to launch my TalkBack screen reader. And this sounds like it's the same thing with JAWS. You can press uh, a couple buttons together and JAWS will launch automatically. Uh, improved Google Docs support. This is a long time coming. Um, in the past, I've found that JAWS works with Google Docs if you're using Firefox uh, better than it does with Internet Explorer. In JAWS 18, um, I have found that JAWS is working much better um, accessing Google Docs and Google Drive. Again, using Firefox, I haven't tried with Internet Explorer to see if the support has gotten any better, um, but maybe you can read some of the enhancements. Sure. So you can now type text into a document using contracted Braille, added speech and Braille support for navigating tables inserted into documents, resolved several issues with JAWS not detecting live region updates, addressed issues where JAWS was announcing extraneous information when opening menus, resolved several issues with menus and focus, and resolved multiple issues where focus would unexpectedly jump to other places while editing a document. So it sounds like a mishmash of yeah, bug some, fixes, really. Exactly, yeah. Some enhancements in there with the Braille, the Braille input support. Um, I think being able to have the live region spoken a little bit more may allow for better collaboration on the same document. But good stuff. Great. Uh, more dynamic Braille auto advance mode. I'm not a very strong Braille user, so if you want to read what this is, give her. Auto advance mode is equivalent to the say all command for Braille readers and has been available in JAWS for many years. After performing the appropriate command on your Braille display, the Braille display is automatically panned at specific speed through the entire document, automatically skipping over blank segments and blank lines. 
So that's kind of cool. You know, on websites or long documents, you could hit insert down arrow the keyboard command, and JAWS would start reading from wherever the cursor was to the end of the document. So now, yeah, you could turn the volume down in, on your bra on your JAWS and start that command from your Braille display and have it just start scrolling. So that's kind of cool. Okay. Updated HandyTech Braille display drivers. Yay. More support for Braille. Great. Uh, ARIA improvements. Yay. Uh, changes to sentence navigation keystrokes in the desktop keyboard layout. And that's it. That's... All right. Woo! That is JAWS 18. What's new in a nutshell? Quick overview. I don't know. What are your, what are your final thoughts on this? I think for people who are new to JAWS, getting JAWS for the first time, there's some really great features here. If you had to renew your software maintenance agreement and these were the features you were getting in the new version of JAWS, a lot of people might think it's not worth it. But again, you know, my thinking behind the whole software maintenance agreement for JAWS is that you never know what the rest of the industry is going to do. So it really, you know, pays to stay current with your screen reader. There are other, there are other options out there like NVDA, System Access, Window Eyes. But, you know, for me, JAWS is my go-to screen reader and allows me to do everything I need to do. So I think it's good. I think it's good stuff. And this is out and available now, is it not? It is, yep. Perfect. All right. Well, any questions? Ryan at Aroga.com. He'll be more than happy to answer any of your JAWS questions. And if you want to ask uh, about the 1975 Steven Spielberg movie, uh, you can email me, Rob at Aroga.com. Be happy to talk to you about Roy Scheider and Richard Dreyfus and Robert Shaw and the shark. The shark. All right, that's it for us. This banter bits. Hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you again. This podcast has been brought to you by Aroga Technologies. Visit Aroga Technologies online at www.aroga.com. That's A-R-O-G-A dot com. Music provided by bensound.com.